I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey, y'all. Thanks for tuning in again. I hope your week has been great, your weekend, whatever day you're listening to this on. Um, our week, we started school actually this past Monday, and you're, you're probably like, why so early? I don't really know. I think we kind of just do whatever over here. Um, usually, I start school in September after Labor Day. I'm like, hey, you know what? Have the best, longest summer ever. But sometimes when you've got um, different age kids and different dynamics, it's like, we have a lot of unstructured days and maybe it's about time to have a little structure. So, I mean, we're still, you know, outside a lot and doing a lot of hippie stuff. So it's fine. It's fine. But I thought um, it's pretty funny um, that we're getting all new siding in our house because we've got like 30 year old siding and it's kind of rotting off a bit. And uh, the, this really awesome company um, came and said they were going to start this week which I did not know by like when I chose when to start school and so if you've ever gotten your siding replaced it's like the loudest banging of your life and so um, it just kind of you know made it a little different dynamic uh, so it's good and then my sweet husband uh, got COVID positive today is that how you say it I don't even know how you say it um, so we are quarantined for five days which you know I think it's just a blessing the way that the Lord had um, allowed it to be. My husband, he gets seven days off at a time every so often uh, because he works a lot of 12-hour shifts. And so he's actually not going to miss any pay because he's on that length of time off already. And so I'm thankful for that. And usually when he's on his days off, I don't schedule anything on the calendar. Um, And so we actually didn't have any scheduled stuff either and we went grocery shopping a couple days um, before he was tested positive um and so god is just really kind and all the little details that he does i appreciate that and now i'm like on the other end of the spectrum i'm like hey let's let's plan slumber parties kids <laughs> let's stay up late and like have you know watch movies and build forts and you know how I, like i feel like i'm usually kind of this way during the day of like what you know, fun thing can we do today to make this day a little more exciting? And then now I'm like, oh, we have no obligations for five days. Like, let's make it crazy town. And I'm sure my husband's like, oh my gosh, (laughs) I'm going to get a hotel. I'm not trying to inconvenience him. I'm just excited um, that we got this time together. So anyway, so I'm sure if you are on the internet, you're on some sort of social media platform or you're watching something with somebody else doing some sort of content Um, creation like if they are I mean even if you go to Google like somebody was behind typing that stuff in right or if you're on YouTube or Instagram or TikTok or whatever other things we all have access to other people's thoughts and ideas and so we we read a lot of quotes a lot of times um, because that's pretty much what everything is now (laughs) it's like what what we are all saying to each other just like this podcast is what I'm saying to you hopefully I am trying to pull for from the bible more than anything but um there's this guy Joe Spicer Spacer I don't know how you say his name his last name is S-P-E-I-S-E-R I don't think he's like a real big guy he might be I've never heard of him but I had read some of his quotes because somebody shared a post that he had from some platform. I don't even know because I don't have all the platforms, but 
some of the things that he had to say were I thought really great uh, so I'm going to read a couple of them I don't know that he's Christian these quotes are not uh, quite that way so he's given some different points of like I can't remember if it's like the top 20 things that I've learned or that I would tell my 20 year old self or something like that anyway um, so one of the ones is don't wait we live life as though we'll always be here we put off climbing that mountain writing that book or going on that trip of a lifetime with our friends end quote so I thought like hey yeah that's true right <laughs> so the next one is remembering that you'll die one day is a refreshing way of filtering out the non-important things in life reminders of mortality will make you more open to experience end quote okay yeah also true Uh, The next one, don't regret. Life is forgiving. Don't live in anguish. Regretting your past actions or inactions every new week is like an empty page that you can write a new story on. Move on from yesterday and look forward to tomorrow. End quote. Again, hey, that is pretty good. (laughs) And then uh, the last one that I'm going to read, he had a lot more than that, um, is remind yourself that you'll die. Steve Jobs once said that mortality was the greatest tool that he used to make big choices in life. All pride and fear of failure fade away in the face of death, end quote. So again, like a lot of what he's saying is just really good reminders of our life um, and how mortal we are, really. And so kind of, you know, keep the focus. Don't be afraid, you know, like live your life. And I think I think that's great. Um, But what's missing, though, is the eternal perspective, right? The biblical path, the absolute and whole truth of it. So we can say a lot of really good snippets of stuff, um, like what he said in the first one, which is um, that I read, we put off climbing that mountain, writing that book, or going on that trip of a lifetime with our friends, you know, talking about waiting. And so I think those things are good, but as far as from an eternal standpoint and from what God has, you know, commanded us with, it does kind of change our priorities. So we're not going to be able to, uh, just accept, receive, digest some of the same things that, um, you know, maybe our friends are that the world's putting out because they have a different mindset, a different worldview, a different goal at the end of it all, right? And so I think it's really important that when you're reading these things to not start taking advice and be like, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna make some me time and I'm going to go in all these trips and I'm going to, you know, just throw caution to the wind and live my life. And because then we start getting kind of down a path that is more about our flesh. And, you know, what is that old saying that was new to me because I'm old, (laughs) but it's like, you know, YOLO, uh, you only live once. And so it's just like, live your life, do, you know, live it up, do whatever, whatever makes you happy. And uh, so again, I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with what he's saying but I think that we do need to like with everything put it with the Bible like um put it in a mirror towards the Bible and say okay does this measure up the same way or is it missing some truths you know how can we really get the whole uh picture here and so I think it's important one of the things is to talk about the death, right? The death thing is something that he talked about a lot. It's something that, you know, especially if you have somebody that you loved uh, die, um, or maybe, you know, maybe you're sick, maybe you're older, and you're thinking more about death. And 
you know, it's just something that we all face. And um, my one of my family members is very sick. And so he's actually dying. And I, you know, didn't go seek out these quotes or anything uh, based on that just kind of came in that way. And I think God is good to provide us what we need at the time. And so anyways, um, it's just something that we all have to, to face, whether it's people that we love, um, ourselves, you know, people we don't know. There's just, there is that part of life, which is death. So I want to read some verses, many verses, and I want to talk about spiritual death, right? So one thing that the world never talks about is spiritual death. And they probably don't talk about that because that's not even in their picture. <laughs> like, they're like, I don't even know what you're talking about. How's that going to be in my picture? Because I don't know what you're talking about. So when Adam and Eve were first created, right? And God gave them that choice whether like, hey, you know, here's some free will. But the best thing for you is you're not going to eat of that tree, okay? Like, that's going to be a bad choice because I know what's best for you and that ain't it. But I'm going to give you free will that if you're going to do it, it's it's there for you to make that choice, but I'm just letting you know, right? And so as we know, they made the wrong choice, the selfish choice, the one that was um, most pleasing to their flesh at the moment. And so in uh, Genesis chapter 2, verse 17, um, God had told them before they ate of the tree, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it for in the day that thou eatest, therefore thereof thou shalt surely die so we know that when they ate of it he didn't kill them you know like oh see i said you was gonna surely die and i did uh they kept living they had cain and abel right and so on and um but what died was their spirit and so now that bridge to the lord uh was not there uh, now they were separated in their sins from the lord and romans Romans is a good book anyway. Um, if you haven't read, read it, I just really encourage you maybe this week, if you just want to read one chapter a day, I think that would be really beneficial uh, for you if you haven't before. Or if maybe you're not in your Bible right now and you're looking for a place to go, I, I would go there. So Romans 5 verses 10 through 12, it says, For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. So, I'm talking about Jesus obviously came, and through his death and resurrection, we are able to be forgiven of our sins um, through his sacrifice, through his atonement. But it also mentions as by one man sin entered into the world, right? That's Adam and death by sin. Our spirit was dead. So the only way that our spirit can become alive again and we can be reconciled with God is through Jesus. So I think that's one thing to uh, look at. And then if you read further Romans five fifteen through 18. But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one many be dead, so Adam... And then now everybody born after Adam is dead uh, and their spirit's dead. So they're dead in their sins. Much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. So again, sin came through Adam um, to everybody. But now everybody has the um, opportunity to be right with the Lord through Jesus and his sacrifice. Okay, continuing, sorry. Verse 16, and not, not as it was by 
one that sinned, so is the gift. For the judgment was by one to condemnation, but the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace. And the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation, again, Adam and then everybody after him, even so by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men into justification of life, and that's Jesus. So just the comparisons of Adam and Jesus. What Adam brought to everybody that was born after him was uh, sin and a broken relationship with the Lord. But Jesus came and he fixed all that. And, and so through one man, Jesus Christ, can we be reconciled with God? And so you're probably like, oh my gosh, lady, like <laughs> you've read these basic, you know, quotes from this guy that were just kind of some nice stuff. And now you're going like, you know, crazy deep and, and left field with it. But I think it's important. I mean, we're sitting here talking about, you know, um, reminders of mortality will make you more open to experience. And that's what he said. And I'm saying, hey, let's talk about mortality. Let's talk about death. What is death? You know, let's start there. Because I think really for you to be able to live your life abundantly in fullness of joy. I mean, that's what everybody is talking about. Like have joy, spark joy, find joy in this dog food. Like just whatever it is, is all about joy right now. And I think that we grossly misuse that word and misunderstand what it really truly means and that's that's a word that belongs to the lord there's only true true joy found in the lord and so let's talk about it though you know everybody's chasing after it so let's let's talk about what's going to get you there and what's going to be able to um, give you that abundant life and to really understand your mortality and your your deadness, your deadness, even though you're alive right now. And then, you know, as far as like the grave, does the grave have victory over you when you die? You know, so, so let's talk about that. So we just talked about the spiritual death. And then if we go down to, um, second Timothy chapter one, verses eight through 10, it says, be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner. This is Paul talking to Timothy in a letter. But be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God, who hath saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began, but is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who hath abolished death, and hath brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. So right there, it's telling you, um, you know, you have life and immortality through God, the gospel, which is Jesus Christ and what he's done. He's abolished death. You don't have to be afraid. Um, you can have your spirit made alive. You can be made right with God. And then you don't have to face true death when you die. Um, you'll be with, with Christ. And so I think you know, trying to, again, keep our focus because you're going to make widely different decisions <laughs> if you believe nothing happens after you die. And not to say that you're going to treat people horribly or anything like that, um, but you are just going to make different choices than someone that believes that life on earth is just a very tiny dot on the radar. Uh, there was some image that somebody did one time a visual and it was like if the this rope is eternity and they held up this rope and then they had just like the tiniest little bit of red tape on it and they're like and this is your life in earth like this is nothing it's just a vapor 
right? We're dust in the wind. It's over. You blink. Okay. Um, and this is the rest of eternity. So you're going to live differently. Your perspectives are going to be different. Your goals are going to be different. If you really believe that there's a creator, if you really believe that the Bible is true and you really believe that there's eternity, then you're just going to make different choices and um, your priorities are going to be different. So Hebrews chapter 2 verses 12 through 15 saying, I will declare thy name unto my brethren. In the midst of the church will I sing praise unto thee. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, I and the children which God hath given me, for as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. So again, just having that assurance and that rest that God has taken care of all of this for us, all we have to do is freely accept the gift that he has given us um and then you know the different kind of life that we are called to live right again kind of mentioned this before everything in the world is talking about self-care self-love happiness your happiness is all that matters you know peace with everybody no you know contention division everything kumbaya i mean you know it's like again you can find some good in that message like that sounds nice <laughs> that sounds good and I'm reading this book I'll link it in the show notes that's not this is not about this book um but it's M is for Mama it's by Abby Halberts dot okay I, let me just spell her last name it's H-A-L-B-E-R-S-T-A-D-T um but like I said I'll, I'll link it in the show notes and it is a rebellion against mediocre motherhood. I'm like halfway through it. It's a great book. And she, you know, touches on the subject of just self-care. You know, I think we're all like, our kids are driving us crazy. And I just need some me time. And I can't have any peace and quiet in the bathroom. <laughs> you know what? Somebody bothering me all the time and touching me. Can I just get a moment's peace? And kind of what she's talking about is... When we have a, a chance to rest, it would be foolish not to take it, but we kind of get this entitlement attitude, you know, and just kind of self-seeking, which is I matter most, you know, if my cup isn't full, I can't pour from it, but it's, we forget, you know, those that us that follow Christ, that it's God that fills our cup. It's not any type of amount of self-care that's going to fill your cup. Um, and a lot of times what we're doing is we're chasing after these things that we think are going to fulfill us, right? It's like the... The oldest saying is that, you know, um, people are trying to fill up this hole in their in their heart. And it's just a God-shaped hole. Only God can fill it. And, uh, and anyway, so what she was just saying is, like, don't feel entitled to self-care. Don't be like, well, I haven't got me time yet. And, you know, well, I deserve whatever. Because our life belongs to God. And He gave His life for us. And, um, and we want to live our life as a sacrifice to the Lord, uh, doing his will. And also as that might sound to people who aren't Christ followers might be kind of like, wow, that's depressing, <laughs> but it's like, I find the most joy when I'm doing what God has created me to do. And it is to give him glory and it's to walk in his will. And I'm like, wow, you said all these things were the best for me and you were right. <laughs> like, imagine that the one who made me is right. That's crazy. And so, 
Uh, I think it's just important, again, to when you're reading these things that the world is saying, and it sounds all nice, that you compare it to the Bible and you just say, like, God, do you want me to have this perspective? Is this biblical? You know, if I go chasing after these things, am I going to actually miss out in the whole purpose of why I'm here? You know, and um, and hopefully you you will start with being right with the Lord. You know, if you have never asked Christ to be your Savior, if you never confess that you're a sinner, you know, that is the very first step that is going to lead you to abundant life. And again, not only here on earth, but after you die. So let's continue reading, shall we? Okay, so Romans chapter 6, verses 21 through 23. What fruit had ye then in those things whereof ye are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. But now, being made free from sin and become servants to God, ye have your fruits unto holiness, fruit, and the end everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Again, like perspective is so important in, in context of your whole life. And then Romans 8 uh, verses 4 through 7, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not, not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So, you know, this world is trying to find peace and, you know, all this kind of stuff. But if you're carnally minded, if you're in your flesh, if your spirit is still dead, you're only able to think carnally and those things lead to death, right? And he's saying the things to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So if you want life and peace, you're going to have your spirit made alive by Jesus. You're going to be spiritually minded by being in the word of God and having the Holy Spirit inside of you, right? Okay, I only have like two more scriptures to share. <laughs> I know y'all are like, oh, you only did like 10 minutes last week and now you're trying to make up for the time, right? I'm, I promise I'm about to wrap this up. All right, 1 Corinthians 15, 52 through 55. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. It's talking about the rapture. For this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality so when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption and this mortal shall have put on immortality then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written death is swallowed up in victory O death where is thy sting O grave where is thy victory so again um perspective you know are you are you right with the lord are you how like how mortal are you <laughs> is this this place earth is this all that you're living for is this all that you're planning for there is so much more to life here on earth and there's so much more life after earth and that if you're not right with the lord you know i pray that you will make it right so that you can experience god's promises and his abundant life here and after and as far as regret, you know, I think that guy, what did he say? Um, scrolling up to see about regret. Don't regret 
this is what that Joe guy is saying. Don't regret. Life is forgiving. Don't live in anguish, regretting your past actions or inactions. Every new week is like an empty page that you can write a new story on, move on from yesterday, and look forward to tomorrow. So also, there's nothing new under the sun. Um, you know, the Bible talks about God's mercies are new every morning. You know, if you ask for God's forgiveness, ask him to be your savior. He's not wanting you to sit there and kick yourself still in the dirt, living in shame, right? I mean, I've shared my testimony before, like I dug myself a grave, you know, I was in a pit and I, when I finally surrendered to God, I was like, help me, <laughs> help me. I keep trying to do it myself and I can't and I need you. And he came and picked me up out of that pit, you know, put my feet on the rock and, uh, and he doesn't ask me to flog myself about past decisions or to be so shameful and, um, you know, cower like a dog in a corner. He doesn't treat me that way. Um, first John one nine says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And so when he looks at you, he sees Jesus and he loves you. And I just, I hope you know that. So again, as always, like if y'all ever want to talk, I'm here. Um, and I'm, and I'll be praying for you people that I do not see that do listen to, my voice for some reason. Um, but I hope it is because God has brought you here, uh, so that your relationship with Christ can grow, that I can encourage you, uh, to be right with God. And if you are right with God, that I can encourage you to get closer to God and to, uh, constantly renew your mind in his word. And I'm here for you. And, um, and now I'm going to talk about the songs. (laughs) Okay. So I'm just going to add one. This is like old school. I was this like nineties, maybe early 2000s I'm pretty sure it's 90s like almost mid 90s okay is DC talk DC talk and the song is called in the light so maybe these songs don't sound so cool anymore I don't really know but these lyrics are really good okay so it says I keep trying to find a life on my own apart from you I am the king of excuses I've got one for every selfish thing I do tell me what's going on inside of me I despise my own behavior This only serves to confirm my suspicions that I'm still a man in need of a savior. I want to be in the light as you are in the light. I want to shine like the stars in the heavens. Oh Lord, be my light and be my salvation because all I want is to be in the light. All I want is to be in the light. I'll link the podcast Spotify playlist in the show notes. And as always, if you have any questions, prayer requests, or need a physical Bible, feel free to DM me on Instagram at walkwithjesuspodcast or email me at walkwithjesuspodcast at gmail.com. And I'll talk to y'all next Monday. Bye.